welcome to So You Want to Talk About, a podcast where we have critical conversations in an intimate way. We're your hosts, Julian Cambry. Hey. <laughs> Hi. Um, welcome to the first episode of So You Want to Talk About. So You Want to Talk About. So You Want to Talk About white people yay (laughs) (laughs) white people and uh white people responsibility yeah there's a lot of um there's a lot of different messaging going on right now about what white people should do and responsibility um in regards to racism Mm -hmm. it's pretty heavy it is it's pretty (laughs) heavy um understandably um so I think what we're mainly seeing, especially on social media, um, throughout the black squares and everything that people are posting, there's one sort of lane that's saying um, you should educate yourself. Take You have all the tools to educate yourself, um, but also you shouldn't be going to black people and burdening them with the responsibility to educate you. Mm-hmm. Um, while on the other hand, they're saying if you're going to white people to educate yourself, you're missing the point because that's not really the source uh, or who's being oppressed. And also white people capitalizing on black oppression and black pain and making money off of very good at that. Educating other white people on yeah. the situation. Yeah. It's a good time for them to write books about, um, about racism and things like that as if they're the ones who are experiencing it. So, um, those are the two sort of messages that we're seeing on social media. Um, and to be honest, I can see why, uh, as a black person, someone might be frustrated with trying to educate white people. Um, I think there's a long time where myself and I'm sure a lot of other black people spent time trying to educate people mm-hmm. in our circle um, or even outside of our circle, thinking that we had power over how they thought. <laughs> um, and I can see at this point, now that we've had such a blatant um, sort of example of police brutality, of racism, of all these facets that have hap- been happening in America, we are a little bit fed up with now um, is the time that people are seeing it. Now it's on their radar. Now it's it's the time they want to be educated. Yeah, um, they use things like, um, well, with all the stuff that's happening in the world as if it's new things that have been happening. Right. With all the stuff that's happening in the world, I wanted to reach out to you and now. see if you were doing okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So I'm doing just as good as I was doing since shootings have started decades ago. So, um, yeah, that's sort of the messaging that we're seeing. And again, we can see the frustration on a black person's end. Um, however, I will say I can see how white people feel a little lost right Mm. now. Yeah. Um, I think that the, I think that it, for them, it's very confusing for, I know that uh, there was an article that came out that my book club, um, obviously they sent me the article mm. and we're reading a book about, uh, racism and white fragility. And I think they sent it to me to say, are we doing this right? Are we, should hold, we check ourselves? Hold each other accountable. Yeah. Um, they're very good at that. And it made me be reflective. And I remember we talked about it. Um, it was Trey Johnson's article about, um, white people just joining book clubs like this is what they're going to do in response to 
murders and, and police brutality. Yeah. Um, and I think that the different messaging uh, is really important for white people, even though they might feel lost, because I think that it makes us be reflective. Mm-hmm. Um, am I doing this for the right reason? Um, am I doing it in the right way? Am I doing all the things? Mm-hmm. Am I doing enough? Um, even though sometimes reflection feels like someone's telling us we're wrong. <laughs> right. So that I do really like the title of the book, Life Fragility, um, because that's kind of what you're dealing with right now is the fragility of, of egos, the fragility of constantly being told that you're right or constantly being shown how to do something. And for the first time, you're now not shown how to do something. Um, and it's also something very pivotal to the way people perceive you. Yeah. We've always been told, white people have always been told how to be successful. Do mm-hmm. this, do that, do this, go to college, get a job, get married, have kids. It's very like nuclear path to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on this path, it's, oh, don't do that. Oh, don't do that. Right. Don't, don't definitely don't do that. And right. so I think white people are like, ah. Yeah. It's kind of the first time no that right they, way. yeah. Um, they have no milestones to hit. Yeah. Um, and it's also constant obstacles. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure black people are listening like that's welcome to our life. <laughs> um, but it is, it's a path that's, that's, you're never going to be done with it. So it's not, doesn't represent the framework that you've been, um, used to in life and you're constantly being criticized for it. Um, in a way that if you do mess up once in a severe way, uh, you, you're, it's <laughs> no over forgiveness. For you. Yeah. Which <laughs> I can it. understand, which I yeah. can understand, especially, yeah. uh, if you have friends that are trying to hold you accountable and you're not showing any change or you're doing things for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I understand that they are lost. Um, just given the fact that they have had this sort of frame to follow and now have nothing. And also it's the first time that they are not the teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're being taught by people who look nothing like them mm-hmm. oftentimes um, with different experiences from them so it's the first time that white people have no representation <laughs> in the world and I think it's also the first time not only with the representation that um, they're hearing stories that conflict with theirs mm-hmm. so now their memories of a situation they think that's not the way I remember it or right. that's not that's not how it happened and so when you're like schema in your brain is like, Oh, error. I can't process this. Right. Yeah. It's, it almost feels like when everyone saw the, the George Floyd video, um, it takes something that overt for white people to say, all right, now that now there's a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, but prior to that, you could have said your exact experience word for word to white people. And they would say, because that contradicts mine, um, it can't be real. Or you must have done something to deserve it. You must have done something. You must have been in some, the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, it's like their brains. Well, there's a, just a problem with individualism in white people mainly. But um, now that they're showing this mm-hmm. this grandiose empathy uh, on <laughs> social media, now. right? Um, they're listening. Um, yes, they're they are listening, and I think. Um, I know we've talked about it. It's this level of trust. Will this Mm -hmm. continue? Is this a temporary thing? Um, Are they just going around doing it to get some kind of like woke token? I've leveled (laughs) up here. I've read this book. I've got this. I'm just collecting all these different, you know. Which makes me wonder then what is your end goal? Um, Mm -hmm. And again, goes back to the fact that there's no ending to the journey. Right. And so because of that, 
they're trying to accumulate everything that they can in an effort to to get to the end faster um and there, there's no end yeah to like alleviate that white guilt well yeah. if i've done all these things then um no one can mistake me for mm-hmm. a racist no one can mistake me for for anything that i've done wrong mm-hmm. um and it really is uh just a lifestyle thing because our bias is everywhere this is something we have to challenge every single day it can't be something that reading a book or befriending a black person mm-hmm. or you know anything that posting a black square it doesn't alleviate um the way your brain is set up to function mm-hmm. and it, that's all cosmetic too um so it's frustrating because both patriarchy, white supremacy, all these systems that are set up against um, people of color, against women, against anything, anyone that's not a white man, um, they're so embedded in our system that your response to them can't be cosmetic. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have something that's on the surface to combat something that's embedded or systemic. And so people are doing all these things on social media and they're, and they're trying all of these things with their group of friends. And, um, it's, you can't say it's a bad thing mm-hmm. because one, again, they're listening mm-hmm. finally. And two, um, they're, they're trying the only way they know how. Um, and yet you still feel this need to hold them to a higher standard of accountability, which is f- fair. And I think we should. <laughs> I agree. Um, and so it's a balance of like, good job. Now keep going. Right, which goes back to the fragility thing, which is kind of like, okay, they need positive reinforcement. Uh We've learned that. Black people, we are constantly observing white people, especially at a young age, to understand how to navigate in this world. Mm -hmm. And so we ought to know, um, okay, positive reinforcement is the way to get ahead. (laughs) Uh, It sucks, and you shouldn't have to. Um, And I'm I'm sure women have to deal with it far more than, than men do, but it's a like you said, good job. You did a great thing here. Um, maybe you could tweak this thing here, but still good job. And now we're going <laughs> to press forward. Um, now that I've given you your woke token, <laughs> you have leveled up, right? Uh, yeah, I would agree. Um, and I think that then it goes back to, if it's not cosmetic, what would you be doing if you couldn't post about it? Mm-hmm. Um, what are you doing if you do post about it? Mm-hmm. Are you doing, are you posting to prove that you've, acquired all these tokens or are you doing it to, to improve and change all the things that are that that you notice and the way that you react to things and things you say and thoughts you think that right. you don't want to tell anybody about <laughs> yeah yeah which i mean can go back to the white supremacy being embedded in our system so we have so many biases um that are you know that are within all of us as people but um you're right what are you do are you posting to prove or are you posting to improve are you posting things um, for show and then seeing that your thoughts remain the same, that your actions throughout the day remain the same, that your friend group remains the same, that the things you take in remain the same or consume. Um, and I think that's a good audit, right? To mm-hmm. you, If you're not thinking about the way you're thinking, which is a little meta, but mm-hmm. if you're not thinking about it, right. um, maybe think about it. Like mm-hmm. you said, audit your friend group. Uh, look at your daily actions. What does your Instagram feed look like? Um, what are what are your friends saying? What about your what about work? Who's in charge at work? Who do you interact with at work? Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of take a look at that, uh, and then ask yourself: Should that be that way? Right. And your family. Um, this is a tough thing I know for people to have these conversations with their family. Um, you don't want to damage relationships or 
or whatever it might be, but it can really start there. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when we were younger, um, a lot of people would say to maybe younger black kids who might have gotten in trouble that it started at home, everything, mm-hmm. poor parenting or poor, mm-hmm. um, you know, examples. And yet we're saying to white people now, it, it does start at home. Mm-hmm. We're going to go along with what you said. Now <laughs> that it starts at home, uh, fix your home. Talk to your parents. Talk to your grandparents, your mm-hmm. sisters, your brothers, your your kids. Um, because you have so much more influence over them than you think. And you have some influence over what they consume and what they, mm-hmm. what what they take in. And what you're putting out. Um, are you Are you putting your own spin on everything? Or are you mm-hmm. taking someone else's story and just putting it out there so someone else can read it that's within your sphere of influence. Right. And when you're kind of posting on social media constantly, um, it does eventually become an echo chamber, mm-hmm. um, which to be frank is if you start off with no one uh, agreeing with you, mm-hmm. that can be a good thing mm-hmm. that eventually you've twisted it from having this many followers of, of people who see nothing the way you see it to converting to following people and uh, having followers that actually believe what you believe and are also challenging your, your beliefs in some way. But then you have to keep going. Yeah, and it's important to have the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like you said, starting at home um, and with your friends. Uh, if your friend group is predominantly white, um, then why is that? And mm-hmm. can you? And same with your family. Are you only talking about things that are comfortable, mm-hmm. um, or are you challenging yourself and and kind of showing things that are hard for yourself so you can have difficult conversations with? With them, um, because if you if you operate in a predominantly white bubble, then it's really easy to hate people that don't look like you. Um, Michelle Obama, in her book, says it's hard to hate up close, mm-hmm. and um, I think that's very true when you know people's stories and know their experience and um, don't invalidate it, but you mm-hmm. listen and and understand and have some empathy. It's hard to discredit other people. Um, and rectify your own bias in your head because it's not true. Right. And it's difficult. That's a great quote. And it's difficult for you to have a friend that you've become close with and then they tell you their perspective on life or their perception of how things have been happening to them. And then you automatically discredit it. So you'll find that, um, again, it kind of goes back to why people's empathy right now, which is stretching a little bit, um, but it's stretching to their friend circles. And we really don't want it to have to take something that graphic Mm -hmm. um, for them to finally say, okay, now we see another perspective. So you're right. You should audit your friend group. Um, The people that you have close to you, obviously you can't change your family, but you can befriend certain people without the intention of trying to do it for for woke tokens. Um, So you should audit your friend group. You should check out to see how many different perspectives um, that you have, that you're taking in every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and intersections of perspectives. So if you mm-hmm. are a white man just following black men, it is helpful. But um, making sure that you also include black women and trans men, trans women, mm-hmm. um, just so that you're getting a very broad perspective mm-hmm. um, because groups of people aren't monoliths. They can't speak for everyone and they all have, everyone has different experiences, although some are similar, but... Um, I think that's important to to make sure you have. Yeah, absolutely. It is absolutely. Um, And you want to make sure that while you're listening to these perspectives, um, you're doing more than, that forces you to do more than post about them. Yeah, so what are are you doing with that knowledge? So Mm -hmm. after you've learned and and read and 
um, reflected. Now, what are you going to do? Um, right. Back to that article, Trey Johnson asks, what are you, what will you do with that knowledge? Who will you invest in? Because mm -hmm. um, you might have all the knowledge in your brain, but if you make no change, if you spend your money the same, if you, if you are still, all your time is spent with the same people, how will you invest your time, your money, your knowledge, your power? What will you do with that? Right. What's changed other than your social media feed? Um, so now that you've joined the book club and now that you've um, collected these people in a group and you guys have had these discussions about race and these things that are that, are, that can be difficult to talk about, um, now what? What's the next move? Now what? Now what? <laughs> Thanks for joining us on another episode of So You Want to Talk About. We hope we got you talking about it. If you are looking for ways to invest your time and money, we have linked some black collectives, black authors, black artists, and community groups below, and we hope that you check them out. And if you have any for us, um, feel free to drop them in the comments because we'd love to shed a light on them too. Hope to see you next week. <laughs>